This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. What's up everyone? Welcome to Bijistan, where streamers live. In this show, we talk about everything from Seinfeld to Mirzapur. I'm your host, Siddharth Jain, and joining me as always is Gaurav Jain and Mahasha. Without further ado, let's dive in. Welcome guys to this uh, special episode of talking about what's happening in the business in India, the content business, uh, trends, our observations and trying to predict what's going to happen in the next few months, maybe a year. And we won't talk about any specific show because we, we can't be bitching all the time. So yeah. let me sweep this time, yeah? God will be tough for you, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, no worries, no worries. I'll figure it out. <laughs> so Marsh. Yes. What's up, man? You're the business insider. I thought you are that person, but anyway. No, man, I'm the gossip guy. I speak to people <laughs> like you, get all the goss and then I just like spread across the dark web. But anyway, you know, I mean, the theaters are going to open in Maharashtra. Yes. And finally, I think everybody finally. is curious. What do you guys think? Will people dying, uh, dying, dying to go watch Bond and Dune, man. Like just dying. So Bond will come on the when the theaters open, right? In India, I'm assuming. Should, I mean, it's See, been, Diwali is Diwali is when Surya Vanshi comes out. Um, from what I've understood earlier today, it's going to have an unprecedented release. Uh, I think the new trailer comes out this week, later this week. Um, mm. Just very curious to see. See, I, I mean, if you look at South Korea, if you look at even America now, where They've almost box offices, domestic box offices, almost reached pre-pandemic. Uh, normal, normal, yeah, yeah. Normalcy. I mean, you know, the Fast and Furious Nine, despite bad reviews, despite everything, is still gone and done a three hundred and fifty million in China it's about, alone. Because it's about family, dude. That's why. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I'm personally very optimistic about. Uh, in fact, I think that a lot of uh, mediocre films will actually land up doing more business than they deserve to. Um, Interesting. Because of the way. I, I do. I, in the first few months, for sure. Yeah. I think it's basically whoever gets their content out and gets them on screens is going to win the first few, right? Basically, and that's going to be the big films, essentially, right? Or what is your take? Who's going to make it out of the gate? It's a, you know, I, I I tell you, I think there's a two pronged answer to this. Uh, I think it's also about how theaters choose to reinvent themselves because the habit of Consuming a movie on the big screen is sort of dead now. It's been almost two years. Um, you know, in America, I believe a lot AMC and all are sort of personalizing experiences. You know, I know it could be, you know, more comfortable seats uh, that perhaps makes you feel like you're sitting and watching a movie at home. Um, you know, but uh, I think it's it it come it flows from the theaters is my feeling on how it's going to. I don't know. I mean, I but, I but, think but you know, but you know, like American theaters like, are yeah. fucking shit though. You know. <laughs> They're like shitty. No, it's serious. I'm not joking. They're like a terrible experience. It's nothing like a, a PVR in Bombay, man. Like not even before the the remodeling and the you know like the way the the new versions in Atria and all these places, which was super fancy. But even before that, I mean, good food. You get it served. It's relatively clean and comfortable. Seats are numbered. None of that hassle. Uh, American things have always been crap in that in that regard. You know, obviously the seats got numbered eventually. But when I was in college in the '90s. Uh, you know, like the late '90s, they didn't have numbered seats. You're fucking running in and picking a seat. That's how it was. It's like a wild west over there. And uh, uh, so, in that sense, like the theaters in general, the experiences here are much better anyway. What do you think of? I mean, if you want to talk about Bond and Surya Vanshi, which are the two real big cinema drivers, 
no i think like you said right, i think people will rush for the first few months i think uh it's you know it's weird like what you just said like earlier pre pandemic you would try and create the cinema experience at home and now yes. probably you have to do the reverse create the home experience in a cinema That's but i nice. think you know and i think you know it's going to be i think the pricing has to yes. be you know Correct. exciting the food yeah. uh you know membership plans i think they'll have to do a lot more now to yeah. just yeah. make it more it has to flow from exhibition yeah that's a really good point i that's a really good point i think said you're making that they'll have to work harder this time around yeah to sort of get people to come in unlike before where they could take them for granted charge them a fucking bomb yeah. uh i don't think that's going to fly but i think what's also happened in india is during this whole pandemic we bought so much of rich deep layer yeah. series right our yeah. expectation like the problem with bhoot police of these films that i watch is that we are used to such nice even indian series like mirzapur or you know big big yeah. stuff that's even like a decent right is better than an average film and the yeah. challenge i think is is going to be uh, you know just satisfying so beyond like stardom when you're watching your favorite stars on screen we have to work beyond that as storytellers as people yeah. in the industry to just satisfy the audience i think the audience their benchmarks have definitely become better in the pandemic so i i completely disagree with that said personally um because the people who actually matter are still watching anupama every day you know on hotstar so it's not like uh, watching a mirzapur or a pata lok suddenly makes you a felini goer or suddenly if not a felini but i'm saying that you want but i don't think so i mean i think when suryavanshi opens uh, in diwali and if the numbers surprise us we all know what the film is going to be right it's- see that see those kind of films will always do well you know i don't think they have to worry i think it's if you if you look at top 8 10 stars and then the rest of the business which was like anyway finding it difficult to make the theatrical window work with the pna etc etc i think that will become more challenging because then it really has to be very so compelling i'm saying i'll ask you this do you believe that the future of indian cinema is then entwined with ott when it comes to the moderate yeah that's a that's the interesting question that i'd like to hear sid's thoughts on and yours as well well i think given the 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 ease of streaming the speed of streaming right and the the distracted world that we live in with short attention spans and the convenience that we are used to i just feel that it's going to be more difficult every year for theatrical to entice audiences all year i'm not talking about the big event films those we can watch but i think we got 52 weeks 10 weeks are sorted i think right. 35 40 weeks is going to yeah. be not that easy that's a fair point i i i i think that in india the 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 theatrical to tv window the satellite window was anyway fairly short yes you know i think people were already even when it was 3 months or 3 and a half months people were like are ya tv pe aa jayegi abhi you know what i mean and it was all the threshold has always been like do you feel the value from a film like that and i'm not saying that's the case for everybody because obviously people do go watch and watch a lot of films anyway so but the window was already very short so i think shortening it further i don't think it'll make a big difference in india it's not like you like were going from I mean, yeah you just asked what gorav was saying i mean thalai bhi came out in theaters two fridays ago uh, and in 15 days it's already on streaming but i think they'll damage the theatrical business with this for sure because it's not that people will not go to the theaters anymore but it's just like uh you know it'll take a lot to get them out there which is like what sir is saying right like the bigger titles and the bigger stars might have it good but certain kinds of cinema will probably end up picking a beating like if you look at 
American film business as well, man. Even before the the OTTs and before the pandemic, uh, a certain kinds of films just disappeared, right? Like the like the fifty million dollar drama with Robert De Niro, ah. or the the forty forty million dollar sort of uh, sort of comedy or the romantic comedy. They've all disappeared. You yeah. get the hundred million dollar action film, or you get the twenty million dollar sort of action film, or you get the ten million dollar horror film, and that's pretty much it. There isn't that 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 genre and that sort of budgeted sort of approach on slates has completely gone. Like those films don't exist anymore. Yeah, but at the same time, I think that we could also see a completely opposite reaction. You could see people thronging the theaters all year, and you know, I also feel a lot With of filmmakers who are making series for OTT because they had no choice. Well, now because you know, like oh, I yeah, personally, yeah. as a producer, feel I would like to make a, a um, make a ninety minute movie instead of making a ten you know episode series. It's just faster to make a film. It's no profit. That is interesting. And I think uh, for, for, for directors, they don't want to spend three years, you know, making the series and writing scripts that OTTs will approve. They'd rather go and write a 90-minute film, convince an actor, get some money from somewhere, make the film. Yeah. yeah. So I think this whole film thing could actually also see, see a complete that's revival. A, that's, a great, that's a great point, huh, Sid, because I was listening to uh, David Chase the other day. They've got the Many Saints of Newark coming out, right? Which is the prequel mm-hmm. to the Sopranos. Yeah. And, and David Chase was talking about how he wanted to make movies. That's what he came to, like he moved to Hollywood for. He sort of got trapped in this TV world where he had like a 10-year contract or something with Universal and he was doing TV shows. Mm-hmm. And then that's what he ended up doing a lot. And then all he wanted to do was make movies, but he was making so much money doing TV. He was doing TV and then obviously Sopranos happened. And now he's finally doing uh, a film. But that makes total sense, man. I can totally see that as a as a thing that people will pivot back to wanting to make movies and stuff like that, right? But it, it's also like what kind of movies will they make is the so question. So can I say right? something? If I were PVR, PVR or Inox, right, what I would do and what I would have done maybe six months before is set up a development fund, yep. commission left, right and center, give all good writers and directors money to write scripts, fund pull, movies pull and them the from the, Pull them from the OTD board, business. Basically. Become the biggest studio for the next few years. But you know, Sid, they did try. We'll probably have an offline between the three of us because I have to get some of my facts right. Uh, but I met a consortium like that. Uh, yes, from I the know. Yeah. You, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, did, I, I just don't think it went anywhere. So I tell you why. Yeah, so the thing is, they should not be the producers. They you should have, have somebody come in, right? Things, right? Yeah, so exactly. You're the money, big, basically. Big production houses and say, you know, see, I mean, what Netflix and Amazon and Hotstar are doing, right? They're working with so many filmmakers developing, right? I mean, if cinema companies can figure those things out or output yeah. deals, but what's really required is incentivize people to make films for them. And, and and also, I think Sid has a great point here that there's a great idea. And also, I think PVR and stuff, right? I think they would have gone, been taken for less of a ride than, say, Netflix has been taken for or yeah. Amazon yeah. has been taken for by several people, right? Like those budgets and the kind of content they've picked up for it. It's just garbage and, and also, it's just ludicrous. And I think PVR would have been much more savvy. Also, what happened, to your point, you're right. They tried it, but you know, they failed because they tried it, you know, in the period when there were no OTTs. And at that time, development in the, this industry now was very star-focused. What the OTTs have done in the last four years is completely yeah. changed the way they develop it, right? I mean, just look at what I do. Book rights. I mean, till three years ago, there was nobody interested in book rights. And now there are hundreds of book rights being sold. So the evolution has happened. And all of them by years. Sid. 
<laughs> not all, but yeah, <laughs> a lot of them. But the evolution in the development space in our country that's happened the last three years is what will enable now an activity like that to be more successful than it was at that time. One would hope, but I, I just don't know how it ties into, I mean, you know, if you look at a, no, and I totally agree, I totally get your so point. There's not the OTT window, no, that's why. Exactly, exactly. Correct, correct. Like, like, and we've discussed so many other films on this podcast also before that, I mean, there are a great number of films that have been They have uh, to block OTT original films. Yeah, and then, but tell me, I'm saying, I'll tell you what, where is uh, a question that I actually don't have an opinion or an answer on. Uh, I'd love to know from the two of you, what happens to the what happens to a Sherni from here on? I'm saying that if you're a studio, if you're a producer, and you, if you made a film like Sherni, do you right. then directly just go to digital or do you even consider theatrical? I don't know. So, this is my view. Like, I think uh, we should think very, very, uh, you know, so one needs to have a very bizarre approach to this whole thing, right? So, if I were a PVR, I know I would A, break the weekly window into two releases a week. One Friday and one, say, Tuesday. I would release 104 films, new films, instead of 52 new films, right in a year, uh, per window, and then you do like three, two a day. So I'm saying, what needs to happen no, is that we are used to more and more content now. We can't right. wait for like, acha, ek film aega, we next Friday, then we'll watch. So I think <laughs> then, if that starts happening, I think films like Share Me will also get opportunities on theatre. I mean, of course, a theatre film has to be worth the money and time and effort. I mean, so it's going to be different for different films. But I think, you know, we need to innovate the Friday Friday window. That needs to change. It's time. It's been like years, decades, man. Somebody should do something with it. It still can't be that Friday or a film. What about the Wednesday or a film? Interesting. Yeah, that's a that's a really interesting point. I, I it depends, man. Like in my understanding, I I don't think it precludes people from going theatrical and then still still going on to OTT. The question really is, uh, you know, uh, just, just to interrupt you again, I'm yep. I'm sort of leaning towards coexistence. If you know what I'm saying. Of course. Yeah. Dude, here's the thing. Like my opinion is very simple on this. It's like I don't think. Uh, fundamentally, the OTT business, even with Netflix's money, can really go out and do uh, a Salman Khan film, a Shahrukh Khan film, an Amir Khan film, and whatever other people are involved in this business, right? They can't do a film with each one of these every year. You know what I mean? Or, or for the whole year. Like, you can't calendar it like that. They don't have the money. So, it'll ultimately end up being a question of how, what the window really is, man. You know what I mean? And if the if the business looks like, oh, the theatricals have come on strong, people are going back to the movies, which I fully think is going to happen. Like, if you've been out to a fucking restaurant, if you've seen the number of people traveling, you know, there is no reason why people won't go out and watch movies again. Uh, people will like, go to theaters. I of, think the yeah, it's a question of what draws gone. them there. Fair yeah, is and gone the moment, yeah, and the moment that happens, right, uh, the, the, the theatricals are sort of running and doing it, the people, the attraction remains the same. It's The question is whether, like, one of the ones that we asked earlier is, like, how is the audience going to react to the their change in taste? And have they changed enough? You know, do they have higher expectations? Maybe they do, maybe they, do, maybe they don't. Maybe a strata or a section of them do. And, you know, the others obviously continue on. So... You know, maybe there are more films that are going to be made for those guys. It's it's like it, it's going to be a really interesting uh, way forward uh, out of here. But the the current problem is obviously to figure out how to get them to the fucking theaters, right? Like Bond to me is a huge, huge attraction, right? So is Dune. 
uh, you know, there's like a whole bunch like the last duel supposed to be coming out and which is a Ridley Scott film. I mean, and all don't have any relevance to the Indian box office. No, no, no. I know, I know. I'm saying for people like, see, everybody's going to have relevance of their own, right? These are the films that will drive me back to the theater. You know, somebody will want to go watch, I don't know, fucking Bunty or Bubbly or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but what's something from a larger business point of view with Surya Vanshi and James, like Bond. Which is Mac- fine, which is Bond fine, Mac- right? Totally, totally. And, and, and that's what we'll need. You'll need like these big tests to come out and if they so it's like the canary in the coal mine right if it goes through you're alive and and that's what's going to happen here these films will come out and 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 then we'll see how it plays out from that point on see one thing will happen for certain the free lunch that bad films are getting from ott will go will it's going to be harder yeah. and i'll yes. be really happy for that because i think yes terrible films yes. are getting a lot of money from ott platforms because theatrical yes. windows shut let people yes. come test at theatrical and then go to ott yeah, I look, I don't even, I, I just, okay, I have some views I'm not going to air here, but uh, on, on this whole thing, which I think we should do offline. But I completely agree with Sid. I think if there's anything that works out, it's that, you know, all this bad money going or good money going to bad films from the OTT business uh, just gets corrected. You know, yes. is that's, that's good enough for me. You know, that's a good place to start. No, and, I, and I agree with Sid that, you know, because I remember and Sid and I spoke about this last week that, you know, there is this industry fear in terms of what is a acceleration, you know, this whole acceleration of a shift that's happened in terms of viewing patterns, etc. And I remember we said that, you know, it, it feels like consumers will now make very judicious choices, um, which also frankly had happened already even pre-pandemic. I mean, you know, we had reached a stage where films either did right. 100 plus crores or they tanked under 10 crores. You know, like Gaurav said, yeah. there is mid-range yeah. budget. I'm saying, when was the last time you heard of a mid-range revenue also for a film? Yep. Either it tanks or it goes and does. I think, I think, you know what happens, right? This is what's going to happen, right? I think we will expect more films coming for the judicious audience rather yes. than less people watching big budget films. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. Surya Banshika audience might remain the constant, but you might have these smaller films like the Mirzapur of whatever films you want to call it, right? That audience might have a little bit of an increase uh, just because you can make stories for these guys who can now go to the theaters and watch those films. So that might be a a, 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 a a situation as well. In in that's what I think could happen. Possibly, yeah. I mean, Matrix Matrix be aega is all. Yeah, yeah, of course. And also, I don't know if you guys have followed the box office in Punjab and in the South. Um, but you know, there was a Punjabi film that came out, mm-hmm. and it is well on its way to becoming the highest-grossing Punjabi film of all time, overseas and domestic. Um, that's insane. There is a Telugu film that came out with, and I'm not even talking about the big ones like Master, etc., which opened like monsters. Um, there was a, you know, the weird thing is one of the highest grossing films in the last few years has been a Telugu film with newcomers. And I'm talking about the peak of the pandemic. Um, a second film came out in Punjab last week and that's one, that one's also well on its way of almost doing 15, 18 crores at the box office. Uh, so I don't know where this curse is only stuck with on Hindi cinema. Uh, and I hope Surya Vanshi breaks it. Yeah, but I think that's because it's a huge market like ours is completely shut, right? And that's a whole territory by itself, right? Bombay. So... Yeah. Uh, also, the good films have been on hold, no? They've been yeah, yeah, basically that's what I'm saying. Like they won't release until they have the entire gamut, or at least ninety percent of the theaters available to them. Uh, I'm sure them. all the big films are which are all. Well, they tried, right? They tried right? I'm saying a film as massive as Bell Bottom did. They still went and opened without Bombay and all of that. And well, we saw how that and where. No, that but went. see what happens, right? Merge when Sentiment, you don't yeah. do, no, no, when you don't do Bombay territory, your marketing is very muted. You yeah. don't do full-on marketing. You'll only do full-on marketing once you know that you're this territory sorted A. 
ஜிங் <laughs> 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 And I, I totally think that uh, I mean, like the film that I want to watch this year is eighty three. That's the only mm-hmm. Hindi film I want to go and see, man. On Christmas, it's coming on Christmas. Yeah, like and it's like my daughter's birthday, so it's so like the day before. But uh, I mean, not the film's coming out. I think twenty for Christmas Eve. I think is what I was told. But I don't know. you know what? I'm dying. I think the expectations low. Gaurav, then you'll enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. From eighty three, you're saying? Yeah. Oh, Chani, yeah. Tell me the last few things of Kabir Khan that you watched. nothing 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 no but i meant like this the 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 i mean world cup ka story ar more or less might be fun i'm sure it'll be nice but i'm just saying that keep your expectations uh-huh. yeah 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 the one yeah, that so... i'm dying to watch most is no time to die for me personally james oh, yeah i mean yeah. i've been yeah. waiting dude waiting for a year now clearly and uh i'm just waiting to get to it we should go watch it together man yeah totally totally i mean that's good idea mars to aayega hi nahi sala time pe நீங்கிட்டி <laughs> <laughs> and i didn't think this film was necessary this trailer to me was like a matlab sir dekh to chuka hu main lynch ke version mein but i've heard really really amazing things from people so i'm like okay let's go check this out yeah so, so that seems interesting who oh, house of gucci is also is that coming to the screens or is it coming to the uh, is it hbo max or something like that i think it's uh, for the screens but i don't know if it will even get an india release honestly or it will be a very very narrow release in india i think you know what's going to happen dude the fight is going to be getting screens for films that's the fight Of That's going to be the huge battle that films are going to see, like the next six twelve months. It's going to be crazy, getting a bit tough. Tough. It's going to be hard. That's why I'm saying the audiences are hungry. Release, buddy. Film every three days for the next six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, and totally. And people just, I mean, look at the restaurants. Look, they're full, man. They're packed. And fix your prices, dude. Like fix your, like you said, nah. Like Monthly subscription. Do a subscription like Netflix for the first six months. You know, they tried that in the UK and stuff. The fucking problem was like. either people were going to often like it was unlimited views but yeah. you pay like a monthly thing and people kept going actually consider so, like india is no, also say what happens with that model is how do you then uh, quantify box office uh, revenue yeah. yeah yeah it become messy as in you probably still to pick a ticket for the film right no, as in you still pick a film for the ticket take you pick a ticket for the film that's how you select which film and then that's how the payout works is like those paper stream yeah, things the that average, the average of, uh, the average uh, price of ticket will fall which the yeah and massive massive yeah, massive, massive. you know in an okay, already so i'm taking back and yeah and also i'm just i mean in an already uh, unorganized sector you know when you go into small town india for example वो डिस्ट्रीब्यूटर का शहर कितना एग्जीबिटर का शहर नहीं नहीं पर वो वो तो ये 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 गिमिक तो वैसे भी उन लोग के लिए नहीं है लाइक इट्स रियली फॉर लाइक योर यू नो मेट्रो मल्टीप्लेक्सेस या एंड एंड आई थिंक इट्स राइट बिकॉज़ दैट आई थिंक दैट बिजनेस बेसिकली वेंट बैंक्रप्ट एनीवे दे शट डाउन बिकॉज़ इट डिडंट वर्क आउट सो बट 
you know, like subscriptions could be for like discounts and stuff. Like there could be ways of getting people to pay up and you can get tickets for less or whatever. There are ways around it. But I think Sid in general, if they just have moderate prices and, and like, you know, don't gouge people on food and stuff. Uh, there's yeah. no reason why people, like the most but people think, complain about that, right? Yeah, but, you know, like jata hai jaane ko. Haan, but I think they'll want to cover, you know, now I think for the first six, 12 months, it'll be pretty, yeah. you know, I don't think demand is going to be a problem. It's going to be pretty, oh, for sure. I, I don't think that'll be an issue solid. at all. It'll, yeah. it'll, it'll, it'll come down to basically everybody trying to go for morning shows if it's cheap. So the multiplex stocks are at an all-time high because they're expecting it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think PBR you know, was like crazy up or something like that. Earlier today, I was talking to, uh, you take names offline, but I was talking to a trade expert. And I mean, they're already, it's, it's quite insane. And I'm very curious to see how Diwali pans out. But they're already predicting a double-digit day one for Surya Vanshi. Now, that is something that baffles me. Um... Because that means it's, why? Because they are very, very, very bullish. They are saying no, no. Why does it surprise me? It does not surprise me at all. Like it makes perfect sense. I don't know. If, you know, if are people still a little cautious in Bombay? I Achha, don't that way you're saying ah. from a caution. Ah, that way. Okay. I have, dude, have you been to a fucking restaurant lately? I have. Yeah. Kider gaya tu? I was where I was three days ago. I was somewhere. Fuck that. Like I've been, I've been out every other every other day lately, right? And one of the meals I went to was a three thirty four Sunday afternoon, and wow. like the place was full. So wow, everybody's out, man, and everybody's out all the fucking time. Gaurav, I'm just saying, Gaurav, there is a psychological fear about sitting in a dark room wearing a mask with so many people around. You know, I'm, I'm that just, sounds like a fucking that sounds like a horror film ka pitch, by the way. First of all, I'm saying you know theaters have. <laughs> compared to a cricket stadium or a, it's just psychological I think as compared I, to a, I don't know man I, I think the pull of a film like like a big film is is will be hard to resist and also you know what early adopters man some people will start going it'll spread very quickly like like the news I mean will spread very quickly and, so and then peer pressure that, kicks in then right basically yeah chalna chalna let's go types like I'm gonna do to you guys so uh, yeah totally like I, I already spoke to my wife she's like dude we have to go and she's like, yeah, I'm deaf. And she's like the most cautious of them all. And she's like, nay, nay, bond, bond kere de, ko jane ka. I also want to go watch it. So uh, I, I, I think people will catch up, man. Maybe not the first two films, but the third or fourth big one. I think yeah. yeah, I think it'll happen. Yeah. I think the media businesses, you know, will sort of slowly crawl back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, and it's, it's really so. important, man. It's, it's like the, the most. classic thing. Now when theater came, they said, publication will die when cinemas came they said plays will die when TV yeah. came they said cinema will die you know when OTT so they started, they I die. think it's just the pandemic effect on the theatre yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's about and, it and also I mean, I mean just just to point out what you're saying uh, uh, Mahash right I mean it, it, it's not even a question of coexist right you have to adapt and you get better you absolutely. sort of you know what I mean for the audiences I mean look at Broadway look at these shows look at some of the shows we had in India also I don't know if you guys ever went and saw Mughle Azam when they did the play. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, those are spectacles, right? That's what you need to create. Correct. Give them a reason to come out, right? I don't think anything mm. dies on its own. It's only because you didn't sort of do your job or don't nurture it. See, if you look at it from a, kind of right, from a business point of view, this allows an enhancement of the whole ecosystem in general. Absolutely. Like, make no, it make, just look at this, right? reason to go. Yeah, but just look at this, right? I mean, if the theatres were open for 18 months, you would have collected 15,000 crores into the system and that money would go to the yeah. business. Right? Yeah. And that's the, that's the, that's the, and that's the more, more windows that producers have, theatrical, digital, TV, etc., more more money they'll have, more opportunities they'll have, more content will get made, better content will get made. So, yeah, absolutely. you know, additional windows are always great for the business. 
No, no, absolutely. One and two shot. That was a problem. I think I think Sid made the. I think what Sid said is probably what's going to happen. I think a lot of the guys who are doing these OTT shows are going to get who probably want to make change anyway. Are going to go back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that will that will probably have an impact on the OTT business. Yeah. Let me tell you, right. in terms of what I am doing, most of the deals that I am doing and and most of my personal project development, I think eighty percent is now leaning towards film for the next six months because Sid, you know. I've just told- Somebody earlier today saying series है तो यार try करो मत लाने का बहुत time लगता है because you know it's just a very long painful process which is yeah. not worth it for people who can make films see series will make sense for TV company because that's what they anyway do yes. make episodic content as a line production company and not own IP but as a film producer you want to own IP you want to make more films you want to make better films you don't want studios approving your scripts you want to set up the project take the money and make it And and license, it's really entrepreneurial. I think the difference is also massive, yeah. I, I, I don't really buy that argument in this sense. I think it's because of the, the way the productions are set up in this country that it sort of lends itself to that. Independent producers, it's a business call. Make it, make it quickly get out. Put money ka rolling bhi hota hai, right? And I, I, I think the TV business probably is harder to do. But then again, if you have a winner, then you can keep doing it, right? And the budgets are fairly hefty as well. So yeah, but you don't own IP. You don't own IP in the episodic business. It's very difficult. You don't have IP. A, you don't have library, and that's, that's really a drawback. Why people, you know, get into this business with the customers? I, 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 that's definitely like a bit of a drawback. But then again, but then again, if they're fucking putting up the money, then you don't own the IP. But then you're not venturing. Yeah. No, but the other challenge is that the time that it takes to yeah, yeah. write, develop, no, no, and get a ten episode approved. Right, and then shoot it, and then edit it, and then do post production. You can make two or three films the same film. No, no, absolutely. I I don't think the same guys will do it. I completely agree, Sid. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, but what happened was that because of this window, a lot of film people went to OTT. A lot of new people came in OTT, and now the the new successes from OTT. And the film guys will come back to film. So now I could, so I could have the panchayat director saying boss picture banana. Ah, or I could have the film filmmaker who went to OTT saying boss come back now. This is hundred percent what's going to happen. I'm, I'm and also sort of to to sort of round off the previous point also is that you know what also happens again this is a, from a purely from a creator standpoint is that films offer backend because there is a quantifiable number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With series, you're giving away IP. No, no, it. but that's not true, though, Marsh. I mean, there, there, there is, there is backend and stuff, and there is uh, on streams. There are payment. It look, it depends on your fucking contract and what. No, they do. They do. Like even Netflix does it. There are backend uh, kick, uh, kicks to a lot of people based on the number of the number of streams. Like yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's not as. It's not for everybody. It's not standardized. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's not standardized. For everybody. Yeah. 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 But that'll change. But that'll also change. I'm sure. And it's complex, na? Five people say something on Twitter. Oh, you think it's a blockbuster? You know. You know what I'm saying? It's. No, no, I agree. But what I'm saying is that look, look, the OTT guys have a lot of cards to still play. Of course, you know what I mean. Yes, so yes. they'll probably play those cards as as and when the needs arise. Because see, if you look at this is India, right? I mean, look at a couple of years ago, anywhere in the world where Netflix and all operate, I don't think that they were mutually sort of inclusive with the Hollywood business, right? They were still creating their own content. Like it's not dependent on on a third party. Like, like you're saying, the successful guys will 100% move to film. Uh, I, I think there'll be more guys who come in and kind of replace them. It'll be on the OTT platforms. 
to sort of get their shit together and make sure that the ecosystem continues to move mm-hmm. on and they won't have the easy ride that they did early on where they were just picking shitty tra- shitty yeah. films for too much money and they were probably doing the numbers for them and they were being very happy about it actually now start delivering when yes. the chips are down because these guys are going to go away very quickly your yeah. Saif Ali Khans your, your uh, Excel and all these guys are going to move you look at Prateek, bandwidth. Prateek Gandhi is a huge example of a guy who broke out because of scam yes. yes and today he's only got one series but he signed some six films or something films, exactly exactly oh. that perfect mm. yeah no, no, no. You're, you're absolutely right, man. It's, 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 uh, the film business is basically, it's going to hit back pretty fucking hard now. Yeah. And, uh, and the OTT business should, I mean, I hope they're having these conversations that we're having, which is just free, free willing here. But, uh, I, I wonder if they're really thinking about it in the same way. You know what I mean? Cause I totally see people moving, you know, yeah. it's also, it's also happened the other way around. Like if you look at some of the creators like Shonda Rhimes and Ryan Murphy and stuff, you know, yeah. who moved from FX and, you know, I think it was NBC or whatever, and they moved to Netflix, Netflix, right? So the talent moves and they move because the money is there, the freedom is there. Then those are creative decisions. It's the same thing with uh, with uh, these guys moving to film from these places and they'll take a hit. Like, you know, FX took a hit, uh, you know, these they, they will take a hit as well and, and they'll have to find people to fill that gap and plan ahead. Like I was listening to a really interesting interview uh, earlier and it was about, how uh, like they were making the Sopranos and stuff, and and this, and even though it was super successful and things like that, they want they wanted to cancel it because it was a costing them so much money to produce the show, even though it's making them money, but it's taking up a lot of money. And at the same time, the other thing that they were like, you know, we want to figure out what is next. We've done the Sopranos; it's done well, but like, what's next for us is like the big question. So we want we're like we're done with this. We can end it. And what's next? And then that takes two, two, three, four years to figure out. Like Game of Thrones, Yevo, Joby here. That shit doesn't happen overnight, right? And that's the problem that you'll face here if these guys move away from your platforms and your deals kind of end and then you have a long tail, of course. But say a year from now, if you haven't figured your shit out as to what my other three or four or five big shows are, then you're going to be in trouble. And and especially for a Netflix, right? Which is a super high expensive premium platform, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it it's not cost effective. So if you're not going to give me shit to watch uh, and maybe their international sort of uh, releases keep you going. So that works. But for, if you want to get like a big Indian audience and you don't have a shit together, it's going to be hard, man. So that's the episode for today. Hope you guys had as much fun as we did. Do give us your feedback on Instagram at EPLogMedia and subscribe to our shows on your favorite podcast app. If you're on Apple, do rate and review Bingistan. It'll help us. Until next time, keep binging. Binging.